everybody. Welcome to Carbonite hey. Bounty BS. Welcome, everybody. We are the nerds here on uh, Nerd Cyclopedia channel talking about all things Star Wars. Just to introduce the crew, since it's a little bit short tonight, I am Steel City Hitch. To my uh, my stage right is D.P. Brown. And to my stage left is Obi Ken Ken Obi, the Ken out of Ken Kenster. Gentlemen. That's me. That's all he says. Gentlemen, how are we doing this uh, this fine, fine evening? Good, good, good. Some of us are in, um, you know, other parts of the world and everything <laughs> while we sit here. Hey, that's all good. <laughs> so if, this is the show. We're going to talk about Darth Vader Marvel Comics Volume 2, so second comic review for uh, the Star Wars series. Uh, as always on this show, we do like to promote our other projects right off the bat. And the master of that is D.P. Brown. Go ahead. All right. So make sure that you guys are going to NerdCyclopedia.com where you are getting all your favorite links to your favorite platforms that we are on at NerdCyclopedia. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and also on Twitter. Um, we are obviously on YouTube right now. So if you're watching us and also on Facebook, make sure you're hitting that subscribe button. So anytime that you know that we're on, that we're on, anytime that we're on, you know that we're on, and by also hitting that notification button. Uh, when you're on Facebook, make sure that you are um, joining our Facebook group or search it out and join us. We are on Carbonite Bounty BS um, uh, Star Wars group. You know, we're on there giving you favorite memes, giving you favorite Star Wars content, you know, also uh, watching us live, right? You know, right here. Um, Make sure that you guys are listening to our podcast on your favorite podcast platforms like Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, um, um, uh, TuneIn. Anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. Um, leave us some feedback as well. Nerds at NerdCyclopedia.com. We love getting your feedback and love getting all that information, getting it to us and giving it right back to you. Oh, how about an invitation? <laughs> so we got some good stuff coming up on the MC NCFS <laughs> um, podcast. We got uh, we got nerds um, talk about the boys coming back. So yes. that'll be coming, back, you know, at some point, you know, in the future. Um, I believe that's going to be premiered at the beginning of um, June, something like that. So, yeah. And we'll be back with that podcast talking about the boys. So I know you guys are excited about that. Um, make sure that, you know, um, when we talk, when we are on the NCFS podcast, we are talking about like movies and stuff as well. So, yeah. um, you'll get some, some of your favorite content, um, Thor, Love and Thunder is coming back. Um, you know, we got the Black Panther stuff coming out later this year and stuff. Um, just plenty of stuff to talk about, um, you know, as far as that podcast. So make sure that you are coming back to this channel, Nurse, uh, Nurse Encyclopedia on the YouTube and make sure that you are sharing and uh, telling all your friends so they um, they can right. come as well. Okay, okay, so that's pretty good. Uh, if you if you did not if you miss uh, Team Itch this week, you can get a little extra Team Itch on our Doctor Strange NCFS. Uh, so check that out for sure if you're interested in more of us. And if you're not, don't check it out. Whatever, it won't be mad. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, we don't care. All right, so let's let's talk about this comic, uh, which. You know, where we last left off, Darth Vader had just found out the name, or that he had a son, was probably, ooh, ooh. you know, everybody remembers where they were when they found out, you know, that they were, uh, you know, going to be. That they had a son. Dad, or they had a, a kid, right? Wait, <laughs> 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 hey, 20 years old, you were, you were standing on your, the pal. He had, he had to go, he had to, go to his, like, where he grew up at, like his frat house. That's where, that's where Darth Vader <laughs> had to go to find out he had a son. And you know what I love about <laughs> this comic is it builds it it paints darth vader as like a, a guy a guy conflicted and you yeah. really get this conflict this turmoil like he's a badass on the one side but on the other side you know he's making decisions on his own he's not really listening to what the empire is doing he's he's yeah. kind of a rogue yeah he's um, definitely older at this point Tennessee. Yeah, and I thought it I thought it was interesting that you know he went back to the the homestead, the, the Lars homestead. He seemed to be completely obli oblivious to the fact that he did this. He, <laughs> he his, his troops did this. And you know, it's like 
dude, you know, you you ordered this garrison of stormtroopers to rout this young young boy out, and it failed. It failed. You missed him. Uh, you were looking for the droids. You should have been looking for the boy. And now you, <laughs> your big big weapon is gone because of this kid. So it's it, it. I mean, and he just still doesn't know it's his son. So that's you know we know we're we're watching from the pin, peanut gallery. We know all this. Right. We're like, right. We're like, dude, this is your son. He's doing this to you on purpose. Right. Yeah, One thing that's so interesting is like they 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 talk about how it's Delara's homestead, and you got kind of get the idea that if like the cops in America were looking for this kid, they'd find him pretty quick. Because he just sent him to his brother's, like his stepbrother's house. You know what I mean? It's kind of an interest. It's interesting to see how that, like, why that worked. And that's one thing I'm interested. And this is not exactly applicable to this comic book, but you should definitely check out our review of the Obi Wan Kenobi series that we'll be doing starting uh, that Friday. So we're all real excited about that, and hopefully they'll explore some of those themes that we see pay off here. Uh, the Lars Homestead is where, you know, we talk about. This is where Luke was, and Luke's, you know, the, the Lars are, are massacred by Vader's mm -hmm. orders. But this is also the place where where Vader really took that first step toward the dark side. I mean, this is where he lost control of his ability to hold back and and massacred all those sand people. We talk about that pivotal moment all the time. And we keep going back to that and him mm -hmm. killing the, the, the younglings and killing the, the innocent you know, uh, Tuscan Raiders who were just basically defending their and but we still actually don't know why. Why did the Tuscan Raiders take his mother? Like, why was that a thing? You know, right. what was going on there? I, I don't get that because that even in even in uh, the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. I mean, the Tuscan Raiders are basically a leave us alone. We'll leave you alone. Right. You know, they're they're nomads. They will move on if things get too rough. But seems like Anakin had to take him to the house. It's an interesting question because like, you know, it's not like Anakin's identity on Tatooine was a secret and he was this really important piece of, you know, the Jedi's like power. You know what I mean? He was for, for lack of a better, they sent him to places where things needed to get done. Just like they still, like the emperor still does. <laughs> he would just show up and like yeah. solve the problem. Right. So mm -hmm. it would be a very valuable thing you would think to be able to control him via a hostage like his mother. So that is, that is, that is an interesting, interesting point. DP, what did you, what did you think about this opening, this opening scene where we're in the Lars homestead? Um, I, yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty decent scene and everything. I, I know we got some, um, really good, um, we got some really good, um, you know, Vader moments and, you know, badass three moments, you know, moments like throughout like the, um, you know the six issues and stuff mm -hmm. um one thing i did want to reflect on was like the, it was one scene um i believe it was like in the last issue uh, where he used like the lightsaber to take down that um that um why wing why wing yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought i was just like crazy i was just imagining that on like you know uh either animated or just like you know the big screen and everything i don't, mm -hmm. I don't think we've ever seen like him throw his or use like the force with his lightsaber to do something of that sort. Have, the, we, have we ever seen him do anything like that? No, in the in the video game uh, Battlefront Two, you can do that. You can throw your lightsaber and attempt to like cut like the wings off tie, tie fighters, but it's really hard. Hmm. But uh, yeah, that was that was a moment that was unexpected. I was like, wow. <laughs> There's such force equalizers, the Jedi. You know, you really get the idea. That like one Jedi is worth a thousand regular troopers, and they they brought that home really in the in the cartoon really well, and I think that they're they're translating that to the comic really well too. I think they the action with Vader is really good. I got I think it's it's really well, like this, this is a very kinetic sort of set, right? We have a lot of like these these action plots. You get a heist, a heist, a Star Wars heist. We we've, we've right. talked about how I enjoy Star Wars heists. Uh, before, how I enjoyed the solo heist. I thought that was a very well plotted, well well directed, mm -hmm. well well set up sequence, and liked it. And I like this sequence too. The idea that they're stealing, <laughs> stealing all the emperor's money has me like rolling on the floor laughing. And it's just like <laughs> such a such a funny like like pillar to go after. <laughs> it's like all this money. What did, and they, and they took a lot of it. They took they took a lot. They took. Well, a lot was of that, money. 
what was that creature that 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 sort of ate that one guy? Uh, I mean, sorry, that that one. Um, uh, it it was like it was a, it was the first issue. It was a um, reek. I think it was a reek. What? <laughs> because because in in that was in, pretty violent. <laughs> in Attack of the Clones, Anakin, well Obi Wan actually got on the back of it, but Anakin tamed one. Remember when they were going to okay. be executed? The the Geonosians were going to execute them. That, I think that was a reek. Okay. I could okay. be wrong, but maybe someone out there could like comment and say what what a what a jerk I am, and I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> They're always saying that stuff about us. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. He um he ate the um for he yeah he he ate the 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 creature of the guy, and then you know Vader put his um you know lightsaber you know to the creature and everything and. I mean, it was, it was that was a crazy scene right there. That was like one of the the um the the, the one of the better scenes in like you know the opening there. Um, but like that whole opening sequence was just pretty interesting. Did someone just pop on? No, that was me. I made a sound. I like exactly okay. like someone popping on. It's like that's Stone Cold's music. Oh my god! I thought T Mitch was popping on from like um the the tombs of. Um, <laughs> the next excuse he as long as there's internet or as long as he can get a signal. Oh yeah, yeah, he could he could just pop on anywhere. You know? I think he's on Yap, and I think that's where that's. Uh huh. Anyway, anyway, so um, so this, so yeah, so Vader's like so first he gets the robot army, and now he has like a bunch of money, right? He has a bunch mm -hmm. of the Emperor's money, and so you can see how Vader is sort of starting to set up his own power center in independent of the emperor. Yeah. Just pretty sort of like he like he has like a backup, you know, yeah. um, you know, well, just he, trying to get his backup thing things in order in case something goes awry. Well that that's what I was I was kind of saying. Like he's on his own he's on his own mission. He's like completely rogue. He's he's listening to the Emperor, but then he's He's building his own. He's building his own army. He's building his own money. I mean, he's he's got his own economy now. He doesn't really need the empire, and he can. I'm sure if the emperor knew that he he was absolutely obsessed with finding this Luke Skywalker, I'm sure the emperor would want a hand in that. And if you right. were, if you were Darth Vader, would you want the emperor meddling in all that? I mean, I think I'd want to take that on my on my own. Because this kid caused me a lot of trouble. Yeah, I mean, um, um, Doctor Afra, um, like I said, she she remains to be like you know just fascinating in her you know um, her her rogueness, her um, her quasi loyalty to you know Vader. Um, mm -hmm. And then on certain instances, she's like you know um, trying to prove her loyalty, um, and then doing rogue things that you know behind his back and stuff um it gets me a little confused because you know vader could just easily just take her out because of all of the shenanigans you know shenanigans that she does but he still lets her be you know mm -hmm. um and you know the stuff that she does like it was one sequence where i guess that they were in like uh, uh one of the um uh, i forget his name but the, it was a guy in the white in the um the older guy and they have broke into his palace or whatever. The ante. The ante. Yeah, the ante. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, you know, they, you know, she had a sequence and scene with him. And then like by the very end of that scene and everything, she, you know, um ended up taking him out or had the um BT, the, the BT take him out. That was crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. That I was like, you know, that was just like super ruthless of you know, just of her. And I didn't I didn't really expect that out of out of you know afros just like that you know but i should have known because she's working with you know who yeah but i don't think she that wasn't her intention i think she got the information i think she would have been all right leaving him leaving him go maybe i don't know i don't know that she necessarily wanted to off him but uh i don't know that that's what i that's the impression i got from the scene you know it was like you know btk take care of that you know, oh, I'm sorry, triple zero, take care of that, mm -hmm. you know, and all of a sudden, you know, the guy is, is, is done. He's, you know, fried. <laughs> I think that, that you have to have a certain disposition for Vader to want to work with you, right? And working with him has to rub off. I mean, he's just like absolutely ruthless, doesn't care. And I think that's part of why she admires Vader. You know, yeah. I, I think that's, that's the, the gravitas that Vader brings by being an agent of just absolute 
rock solid competence and death. <laughs> if I had to pick two things, the Vader is like like is emblematic of right the the inevitability yeah. of your own demise and rock solid I mean, excellence and construction. And that's not something that she always brings up and everything. You know, she she yeah. Well, at one point she's she's talking to him. Um, when am I going to get to the point where I'm tired of looking over my shoulder? And you know, me and you could be like on a one on one, um, instead of me thinking that you're always going to kill me, you know, from moment to moment and everything. You know, she's always on her toes, but at the same time, I think this is this is just something that you know that that excites her. You know, she she likes working, she likes working for the guy, but you know, she any any minute he could just go off and decide that you know he no longer needs her and everything. Mm-hmm. I think the pay is good too. So, well, I mean, yeah, stay in there. <laughs> like Star Destroyer worth the credits is probably pretty. Like a Star yeah. Destroyer native credits worth of credits. I think she's going to stay in there and keep just ahead of the game. Just, yeah. you know, give him, give him just enough. Give him the information he wants, and then back yeah. off. Keep a little bit, you know, because she did. Yeah. She kept, yeah, she kept the yeah. the 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 the, uh, the uh, you know the the the, uh, the the planet of where Luke is. She kept it from him right. until. A later she, she moment right right so she's she's tactful she's smart i mean she kind of she's got a little bit of like han a little bit of lando she's got mm-hmm. style she's got uh grace like leia i mean it's a very very full character in fact i think i'm going to read her uh series she's got a whole comic there's like two or three volumes of her story just her yeah, gonna, i know that too yeah she must have been proven really popular for her, them to spin her off into her like her own series and they, everything. They so. did a they did a one shot. They did a uh, a crossover, and they did two two or three volumes of just just her her. her. Uh, the, the are you talking about the War of Bounty Hunters crossover? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that's something that would be interesting to get into because I think it's a it's a Boba Fett. It's a, like a regular Star Wars series. And then like a Boba Fett series or something like that, and then the Darth Vader and and um, Afra series. Yeah, the Vader you know, Vader like down. Whole, I think it's a yeah, like a whole big old crossover. Pretty interesting. <laughs> we gotta check some of that stuff out because I, I think this is one of those situations like with the Clone Wars where, like, once you start looking at it, there's a, a lot of depth to these stories, and like yeah. the Anthes, like you're saying, such an interesting character. They, they, they get into like some of the more sci-fi aspects of the galaxy far, far away. Like what happens when you have, you know, age disparate sentient species where you have like, like how Yoda's 900 years old and, you know, humans are almost like a, a candle flicker to these, to these species. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's one of those things that you don't see expounded on a lot in even, even the novels, but you do see in the comic books because comic books can get weird. Yeah. Yeah, way weird. You know, we we the good thing about this series, um, it doesn't tie a lot into like the main stuff except for Vader. You know, mm-hmm. we get to see a lot of the Vader, you know, Vader solo, you know, adventures and stuff that he does for like you know Palpatine, and like you know we were talking about him just building his own, you know, um, building his own like um, not not necessarily army, but just building his own way so he can he can have something for himself and him figuring out you know his way and everything you know. Um, we don't we haven't really seen that um, outside of maybe novels um, or in like, you know, the um, the movies and the, the animated stuff and everything. So just to see something like this here, this is the little niche area that you know, we can see Vader in <coughs> is a is a good thing. And also be able to introduce new characters that that we know that he would have had to have met, you know, that we mm-hmm. didn't necessarily have to, you know, introduce and put enough into like the main canon stuff. It's, it's always cool when he makes an entrance, like any of the scenes where all of a sudden, like frame frame one, there's an explosion. Frame two, there's Vader and there's a bunch of stormtroopers and there's blaster bolts everywhere. It's it's a great, a great entrance. And they do it so well in the in the novel, like in the comic book, like the, the artwork and the, the storyboarding. I mean, it's so... But I could see it translate to live action. I mean, it'd be great to see all, all this kind of three-dimensional, but I'm having yeah, a yeah. blast reading this stuff, and I love a library card. I never knew <laughs> that you could just... Introduce you to the concept and everything. Support, support your local, your local library. library. Absolutely. I mean, 
goodness gracious. I mean, you can get these things and just watch them on your iPad or uh, I don't know. I, I mean, you may have to return it, but the good thing, they let you have it for a minute to actually peruse. You know, you don't have to shell out constantly, shell out money to do. You and, know. and the digital one, you can borrow it for like 21 days and you have to take it back. <laughs> but then you can borrow it again. Yeah, it's you can not borrow like, it again. Yeah. Uh, hey, what a concept. So let's what talk about this just for a second because because I, I, I didn't want to obviously I made the banner. Uh we've been we've been enjoying this comic book a courtesy of an app uh that is linked to our library cards, uh, which has been really, really cool. And this is a neat e-reader app where it kind of zooms in on the dialogue on your phone and so, sort of zooms out and gives you like the vista shots, really neat. It's almost like having a someone direct your comic a little bit. So it's really, really cool. So I mean, big, big shout out to uh, the public libraries yeah, in yeah, and yeah. around uh, Allegheny County, Pennsylvania, <laughs> for helping us out. All the nerds, thank you, because this has just opened up a plethora of, you know, yeah, entertainment. Right. That's hoop, hoopla. So hoopla. if you have a library card, you can get hoopla and enjoy these titles the same way we have. Appreciate them and, and see about Darth Vader. And yeah, support your public library. Uh, yeah, you know that's yeah. a cause. I think we all, all of us are. It's near and dear to all of us. I know we're all close to educators. Uh, so for sure, make sure you're supporting your library. Go to the library, read stuff, and don't be so dumb. That's our. That's our library. <laughs> that's our library. And pitch. Don't be so dumb. <laughs> How about that one? Um, I'm looking at a um, scene where um, you know I guess the rebels were were going. You know to one of the planets and everything and then um they had this one shot if you can uh, remember this of vader and you know the comment he made was like you know the rebellion has so many failings but your slowness is most aggravating <laughs> <laughs> i've been like waiting for you so long <laughs> i'm just so tired of waiting around oh man i mean this guy i mean he's so he's so he's so different from what we experienced with Anakin in like the Clone Wars and like everything in the people, you know, in the prequel stuff, you know, he's so smart. I mean, he's so cunning, so smart. And it's just interesting to see like the transition from, I guess, I, I don't remember Anakin being like, you know, as cunning as, you know, as, as this guy is um, seeing how that, that guy goes from being Anakin to this guy is a is an interesting transition well he's got a mission too i mean when yeah we, when we first learned like we're was we were introduced to darth vader we didn't really know what his deal was he was uh right he was he was scary he had a helmet on he breathed he had trouble breathing i don't know what his problem was he was basically <laughs> ordering people to die yeah he was you know there's death everywhere he was He's killed this old dude. We don't know why. And now we're kind of we're kind of getting this like he's got he's got a human inside him. So we're seeing that a little bit in this comic. I think I think it's doing a great job. I think it does a little better than it, you know uh, the movies did to really yeah. get into the character. Yeah, it, it really ties into the way we saw him in Return of the Jedi, where he we start, started to really see him as as a dad and see him as really feeling for someone as opposed to just wanting to kill them. You know, uh, that didn't come until the end of return of the Jedi, but this comic is bringing that all together. This yeah. Like, like, like the dimension, diminishing of his soul and everything. So, you know, he had the soul with, you know, Anakin and stuff. And what we're seeing with this comic is everything. is just slowly just, you know, you know, petering away from it, you know, uh -huh. and by the time we get to like, you know, return, um, you know, he's just at that point where he's just a cold badass, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, the, the whole transition is 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 interesting, and, and the way he just you know interacts with um, different characters and everything, and asserts his his um, will, you know, on his missions and stuff. Um, it's it's. I mean, I, I see why the, the love for this guy is 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 what it is. Mm, not, without not, being... not having a, a bad costume. Yeah. Know? And without being pushy, like he's not really wielding the force. He's not really using yeah. Jedi mind tricks. He's using some diplomacy. He's using fear, but he's using a lot of just, you know, techniques. Just He's just telling people how it is. And this is what's going to happen if you don't do this. And I'll be mm -hmm. back. There's a lot of 
uh, just th that human stuff coming out. He's not just mind tricking everybody, you know, to do to do his will. He's getting them to do it because they want to. I think it's interesting that we talk about his humanity being drained from him because I, I think that's very much what happens to him in, in the middle in the midst of the Clone Wars. This destruction and violence, and he loses the ability to, to like, uh, parse between murdering a whole bunch of robots and killing a bunch of people. And, and, I, and I think that's that's maybe the tragedy of Anakin is that he wants to become this, you know, he wants to become this agent of freedom, and he becomes this agent of oppression. He wants to become this agent of life, but he becomes this agent of death. It's like he's had to go, he's become inside out, an inside out version of himself, which is interesting because he wears this, he's trapped in this suit trapped in this body armor uh i i like what this is the first thing he does after finding out that he has a kid is go after generational wealth <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's it makes you it makes me think about what what that motivation how that changes you you know what i mean when there's like um you know when he's not like i don't know it's almost like i feel like where vader after after padme dies you know, he has this crisis where there's nothing but the emperor, nothing but the emperor, nothing but the emperor, right? And mm -hmm. so whatever the emperor told him was, satis was satisfactory. And now, knowing that he has a son, what the emperor is telling him can't satisfy him because he has his own internal motivation, a voice that's talking to him that, that it's older than the emperor's. And that's, it's been that long since he's heard. Him. That's what I think. Yeah, the... Uh... Well, the way the buildup is, I mean, I can't wait for this next, the next set of, of comics, because, I mean, it's really going to tie a lot of stuff in, and, and we are hoping that this somehow slams right into Kenobi, like they've somehow taken this story that we're now watching, and it, like, picks right up, and we say, ah, yeah, that makes sense, you know, um, I'm hoping that's kind of, kind of what we're going to, what, what we're going to get here in a couple weeks. Yes, it's a lot of filling and everything. And of course, we got, you know, Obi, Obi, the Kenobi series coming on next week. Um, so it's a, it's a lot of prep to that. Um, you know, super excited for it because oh, yeah. we're back into like, you know, live action comic, you know, content and everything. Um, so can't wait to see how that and Vader being in prominent um, in this series um, is, is going to be in like, you know, this, this in these next six, but, you know, six, next six weeks. That were coming up for like the series yeah this is like vader's side project for and this is what he had when he was like his job was hunt down all the jedi and then it was okay i need you to do these administrative functions use these inquisitors and hunt down the jedi you know what i mean and and, and that's kind of how the progression worked so seeing you know seeing a fully like active vader a fully like uh you know a full powered vader at the full power of the empire height you know what i mean that's going to be really interesting to see and I think, you know, I was reading the Entertainment Weekly article about that they uh, they published about these uh, TV shows, which is which is somewhat spoiler heavy. And they were talking about how, you know, the mistake they made when they made Solo was recasting that role. And I know when we did the Solo review, we talked about how we liked the performance, but it, it was distracting that it wasn't Harrison Ford, right? We, that we, 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 it was, it took us out of it a little bit just because it wasn't Harrison Ford. And it's so obviously console is here. That tie, it's tied so tightly you can't untie it. And, and it's interesting to, to see them applying those lessons to this TV show because we have not only the original, you know, living Obi Wan Kenobi, since we can't right. get out of this, right? Like, that's fair. Uh, and we have the original living Anakin Skywalker. You know, uh, so I, I think we're in for a real treat. And this is the this is them, you know, doing it the right way is using the money on the continuity. And so I'm, I'm re I am really hopeful like you are that this show will will satisfy expectations. Yeah. Um, I mean, if if and I'm just really curious how they're going to do the whole Darth Vader thing with with Hayden, you know, Christensen as Darth Vader. You know, and then um, I don't know if um, James Earl Jones is going to have any part in this series, <laughs> um, but just how any of this is just going to work. You know, how is he going to be in a costume? You know, is he going to do Vader's voice? You know, um, how is that going to come about? Um, just just how just how is it going to be implemented with with him in, um, you know, in his interactions with Obi-Wan and everything? So 
Um, it'll be it's it's just going to be interesting to see how they fit Anakin within like you know this 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 whole this whole concept without um, having much of James Earl Jones and everything. Because if 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 you're talking about recasting, like even though we had um, Hayden as 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 Anakin anyway, um, we we really didn't have him you know much as Vader per se. You know, so would you really count that as would you re would you really look at this as like recasting Vader, you know, in a way? No. No. Because they're not gonna change the voice. And that that is no. really what is you know yeah, I, I feel like James Earl Jones is what really makes Vader Vader. Like whenever James yeah. Earl Jones is there and he's doing the voice for Vader, that's it, the real Vader. It's, it's like Vader. real Santa Claus. <laughs> I, I think that that he would have to come in and do I mean he have to do the the you know the lines he has to uh i mean well James I'm sure they can or, get there. Uh, <laughs> i mean it's his 2022 and i mean i'm sure they have this guy i mean there's no way they didn't pay him an obscene amount of money to already record every possible like word phrase sentence so i'm sure like the vocabulary they're using for for Vader is doing like some sort of like computer, um, some computer mumble jumbo or whatever. Yeah, there was an episode of Thirty Rock where they did that with Jack Donaghy's voice. It was really yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy is um, I'm looking up his um information now. He's 91 years old. <laughs> you know, God that's bless. nothing. <laughs> that's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> All they gotta do is get the guy into a studio and have him stay every word in the dictionary in the dictionary like he has, he has all performances and he's, he's been a he's been a you know a world famous acclaimed actor for the, however many seven seven decades six decades now, yeah. forever yeah. i mean he was in dr strange 11 62 and i know that's not like his old his first thing so it's like you know at a certain point we have to have enough enough tape on somebody yeah to completely replicate their voice and 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 why shouldn't the the you know prospective future generations of star wars fans have something legitimate yeah it's an interesting thing that you say because if they're not willing to recast any of this stuff i mean you're pretty much setting this as a you know a living breathing universe where people do you know eventually move on and you have to go on with the uh, with the story which i totally appreciate you know Mm -hmm. not trying to do like regular studio stuff and just reboot and recast and everything this is a living breathing universe that we have here and once actors do pass away or or, you know once um the time is done for their stories and stuff we don't really necessarily have to go back to that and do it all over again And, and except for this where we're trying to fill in gaps like we're, yeah. you know, they're doing what the fans want. We want all these stories to kind of connect and right. a little bit better. You only have to get it to the end of Return of the Jedi because that's basically Vader dies. I mean, you don't have to go any further past ROTJ, and you can have Anakin. I'm perfectly fine with Anakin being the uh, absolved. Darth Vader, and now he's just Anakin Skywalker along with Obi Wan Kenobi and Yoda, and they're he and you know he'll be around for another forty years. So, well, you do have like um, so you have Return of the Jedi, and then everything in between that and um the the um the Force Awakens and stuff. So I guess for the younger, you know, the younger ones that are interested in okay, how did Ray come about? How did um you know where did um um Finn get his um where, 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 how did his whole origin story, you right. know, stuff that, that stuff they can fill that in there? They so we're not even worried about yeah. Darth Vader. Oh, really? No, not at all. That does have nothing to do with yeah, anything or whatever. You right. know, the whole, um, like Jedi Temple falling with, you know, Ben, um, Ben Solo and stuff, you know, yep. no Vader, <laughs> no out, of Vader. <laughs> out of the picture. I feel like there's a lot of space for, but here, but there's also a lot of space for multiversal shenanigans in Star Wars because there hasn't been any yet. And as we know, you know as well as I do, DP, that what happens is we start with one multi, one alternate universe, and it sprawls to a trillion, and then eventually it collapses back down. So I, I would put, I would put money on the fact that we would see some sort of. Uh, what if type series about Anakin either not falling to the dark side or doing something different as Vader or winning the winning the fight with Obi-Wan or something like you that. Mean, you mean like a Marvel thing? Like getting all crazy? Like, with... like a what if thing. I, I, I would venture that I think they're like 10 years behind 
maybe more of or maybe less than that. But well, what's happening that, in is that technically like what visions is? I mean, that's not in yeah. the main like continuity, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like a what if you I'm know. telling you, they built that that time that Will's outside of time room and said it was outside of time. There's no way they yeah. that's that is the biggest Chekhov's gun of all time. Yeah. You don't you don't yeah. build a mechanism like that into into a series like Star Wars and I then agree. not use yeah, it for something as interesting as that. Yeah. I mean, I want to see what it would be like if someone if, if it hit, Someone like yoink the etiquette out of the throne room, and Palpatine was just like, <laughs> "I want to see something crazy like that," you know. And then, and then Anakin's just, or, or someone pulls Anakin out of the beginning of the Clone Wars and drives him into the end. You know what I mean? So he hasn't gone through all those <laughs> terrible experiences. Uh. Or Ahsoka does something weird. I, I, like, there's so much space for them to to utilize that mechanism, and I and I think that because of the rules of storytelling, and because of um, you know where where the other properties these people manage are going and because remember it's the same company that runs marvel this isn't like some other entity they're tied together yeah marvel, they're, if marvel successful with its multiversal you know phase we're gonna see this star wars um while it may be fun to use i i sort of think that will be sort of like jumping the shark in this universe um where if they get too cute um, with like you know multiversal shenanigans, even though they introduce the concept and everything, it'd be nice to play with. But I hope I would hope that they don't make it like their main, you know, their their main stay or whatever. You know, they already it's, tried it. They already tried it with Force Awakens. I mean, they tr already <laughs> tried to build this whole like new storyline. They already tried it, and it you know, <laughs> it went off the rails anyway. Well, yeah, well, it went off rails. Is they're moving so multiverse is moving and we talked about this moving in the fifth dimension the possibility right what could happen and and what they are doing is moving in the fourth dimension which is when did it happen so they're doing that acolyte series that's set during the high republic so we'll, we are going to get to see other times so i, I yeah. think there is an appetite for some elseworlds shenanigans and some sort of yeah. over like humongous like re, you know, all all the Jedi have to come together and redo the timeline because it's all messed up because Ahsoka tried to save Anakin and you know now all of a sudden the future is all different and it's crazy and Luke and Anakin and this, they all have to work together and it's worth a hundred billion dollars and that's what it's you know something like that. Well, yeah, I mean you're you're totally right because I mean it's checkoffs. I mean they have I would I would think they would have to come back around to it. I mean they would have to if once you plan it there. You, you got to come back to it because that's the rules of storytelling, right? You know, mm -hmm. you present the gun that has to fire at some point in the story. <laughs> you know, as soon as you as soon as you're presenting everything, the act like stuff is going to be pretty interesting because it has yeah. nothing to do with our present storylines that has to wait. What's the release date on that? That like next uh, year? Yeah, next, year you know? next year. Next yeah. year. Okay. Because I haven't yeah. seen anything on that except what you know we talk about here. Right. Yeah, right. I'm just in that I just saw in that EW article they were talking about how it'll be like a hundred years before about a hundred years before the uh current series or the main series. So, so it'll be a different thing. They're talking about are they going from Yavin or are they going from Phantom Menace? I don't know. Hundred hundred years before Phantom Menace. Yeah. So just before. way before. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So we'll see the Jedi at their at the real height of their power before Palpatine started chipping away. Maybe we'll see Darth Plagueis be crazy interesting. Um, because yeah. I mean, I'm I'm seeing like the Jedi just be like, you know, I guess like Democrats or whatever, just like you know, um, <laughs> not doing anything about anything, you know, and and like their whole range just like falling and stuff. So it'll be real interesting to see like the Jedi at their height and when they were like, you know, their most um, I guess powerful. Yeah. Yeah, and what would have triggered such hatred from in in Palpatine? Like why? Why did yeah. these Jedi trigger this guy to the point where he lost himself, lost his human <laughs> self? Yeah. yeah. And it, what? So what happened? You know, what happened to, to? Did they? Did the Jedi accidentally murder a family member of his because of because of a belief? Because he, of a he political didn't agree thought? with their politics? Something. <laughs> because to hate an entire like you know just an entire like not oh, it's religion, religion right it's yeah. a religion, yeah, religion. Yeah. for a particular reason oh that doesn't sound familiar at all i mean no one, <laughs> i mean that's never happened why do you want to tell us why i mean you know 
why why do you know why why they why do war happen? <laughs> Let's look at ask. So I'm just kidding. I'll put the hat back on. I don't want to scare people. I, I think that that's a really good question. And you know, it's not like there haven't been. You know, I, you almost want to envision Palpatine being like, a, you know, wow. Well, why do you hate all the Jedi, uh, Sheev? And he goes like, they worship the wrong version of the Force. And so he just like zaps. Him. He hates yeah, him that yeah, exactly. Is it is it that simple, or is there more? Well, is I think I think with. I think that, well, the light side of the force is all about becoming, is like accepting what the force, like what's going to happen, right? It's all about accepting the time's going to change you and you're going to die and all that other crazy shit that's true right. about, about existence. And and the dark side's about fighting the current, right? It's fighting back against against all that. So making, making things happen, making right. things happen that you want. For so. no reason. And you want them, right? Not that they have to have. Not that it's good for everybody. Not that it's good for yeah. You because only because you want them, <laughs> right? Because you can you can know better than the force than than the nature what what should happen. Right, and right, that right. nobody that, ever does. That sounds that, familiar. Right? No, nobody ever and, does that. That nobody ever happen. does that. And as far as I mean, if you want to talk about holy wars or you know uh, that sort of stuff, there's there's probably more like. Uh, internal conflicts that are that are really really crazy and, and 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 brutal than external and certainly there are like wars of um elimination and wars of subjugation and wars of uh conversion but they're they're a lot less like common than an internal like a civil war style fight between like um if you want an example like the 30 years war in europe which was like the Protestant League versus versus the Holy Roman Empire. So Catholics versus Protestants, so two sects of Christianity. Yeah. So so it's a belief, and it's like, why are you going to hate something really terrible has to happen to you that you have to you turn your entire energy into hating a particular race or religion, something. So that's well, maybe, yeah. or, or maybe it, not something that, like a, like an exciting incident, but you know just things just add up over time, which makes it even more complicated because once you, once things started happening from maybe childhood all the yep. way up into adulthood, because you, you see that consistently happen all the time. And then you get to a point where you decide, okay, this is how life is. This is who the enemy is or whatever. You know? and, and you break and, 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 and steel city said it, we've got, we've got characters that live hundreds of years imagine yeah. over hundreds of years of your life you see like the same thing happening over and over again the same pain the same you know whatever you eventually be you eventually start to think well that's the way it is that's the way i'm supposed to feel when this happens so it builds this this whole you know whatever it is hatred or love you know you see yeah, yeah. And, and if you live hundreds of years imagine how strong that is and then you eventually feel like, okay, well, I need to do something and only I can do it or I can, mm -hmm. you know, be a savior or whatever. So let me go this route and do whatever I can to save everybody, to make everybody, you know, safe or whatever. And you've just given birth to Emperor Palpatine right there. <laughs> he because said, you, couldn't, you couldn't deal with the fact that time moves in one direction. <laughs> you are tethered to time. That's good. That's good. That's good. You just couldn't you deal do, with it. You can't deal with the fact that time moves. Time I mean, moves. Things change. I mean, if you, you want know, to get philosophical. That's why they I'll have seasons, it. right? Yeah. I'll allow it. I'll allow this since T-Mitch isn't here and I'm in charge. I'll allow, I'll allow some of this. Because I'll, I'll say this as someone, who's had a, <laughs> as someone who's had a baby this year, I very much have, have felt that experience where you feel like if time had stopped, which obviously never actually does, but if you felt like things have been static or, or not changing, you know, having a baby is like the, the number one thing that just makes that stop. That's all moving forward. Right now I'm thinking about all the cool stuff my daughter's going to do is still in the future. So I'm thinking about that as being something that, that's cool. That's a balance. That, that's your exactly. balance. That brings you back. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's interesting because Vader, you know, loses that and loses his track. And now we see him getting it back yeah. here. To yes. bring it back out of the philosophical and into the literary. Wait, wait, wait to bring it back around. Vader does not have that balance there, so it just he he just way off course and everything until he gets his kids back. <laughs> and and all he wants to do back. then is subjugate the entire galaxy to his will. 
with the help of his job. Hey, whatever works. Whatever's Palpatine going on. Had, Pal Palpatine had a kid. What happened with him? Right. Palpatine's kid must have been such like a, such a fail son to have nothing to do with galactic politics. I mean, you have to be so so like just awful and heinous and like you know. He was a punk rocker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he was terrible. Yeah, he was bad. had no talent. Couldn't <laughs> keep a beat. That has to be something like you know. He has to be like not even like you know, um, not even able to keep a job. You know, anywhere. <laughs> just can't can't keep. They don't even talk about it. They even talked about Jimmy Carter's brother Billy all the time. So you got to figure, for you know, the emperors. The real crown prince of the galaxy, right? So it's definitely not Vader. We see that again here, right? It's definitely not Vader. The real crown prince of the galaxy is just so terrible and awful that everyone just sort of takes took a look at him and just it, assumed, it, yeah, Pal he's Pal not going to idiot son. <laughs> Palpatine's idiot son. Having to deal with him, just shocking him. I said, get a job. <laughs> no! <laughs> I want to <laughs> <laughs> ah! That's impossible. <laughs> oh man, that's all we get philosophical sometimes on CBBS when 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 T Mitch is sitting on the show. Oh yeah, okay. but yeah, I, I think in Mexico right now pulling his hair out, <laughs> <laughs> watching us on the side. Yeah, oh man, <laughs> he'll watch the replay. Sure, he'll watch it. All right, so. All in all, I think we're I think we're all in agreement that this is a good this is a worthwhile series to read. It, it adds a lot of yeah. depth to the Darth Vader character, and 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 I think uh, really makes clear that the turn he makes between um, Star Wars and uh, an Empire. It makes clear that he can see why the Emperor. He knows the Emperor is not infallible now. He knows because he can trick he's tricked the Emperor, so he yeah. knows for a fact that that's not the case. So it's cool. Yeah, yeah he, he sees. He sees the, the the holes. He sees the cracks. He sees the desperation too. Because right now, think about it: the emperor's lost a big investment, and he pretty much—I get the feeling—he blames Vader. I don't know why, but I'm pretty sure he blames Vader for the loss of this strategic weapon. And somehow, I mean, through this series, I think somehow we're going to get the idea that that Palpatine wants to like punish him somehow for, for this and i don't think vader's going to accept that and i think that's going to start the, the the rift here that we see eventually come to volition in return of the jedi where yeah vader made a decision so easily to to, to side with his son in in a snap i mean it was it was literally a, a very you know, if you watch that scene it's super emotional and as a dad myself and as we all are you gotta you gotta say yeah that's yeah. a moment right there where you you change you're you're bad and you're you're a jackass and all of a sudden you realize you know what this this is this is more important than this well like you said once once he gets his son back or you know kids back and everything you know he he get he reaches that he gets that at least his his version of the balance and everything yes you know yeah and he he's redeemed and he you know, he's back to Anakin as we knew him in, you know, Attack of the Clones. Mm -hmm. You know, the line that I'm thinking about from Empire Strikes Back is when he says, um, uh, he's only a boy about Luke, right? He says he's only a boy. Like the delivery of that line feels so like, um, yeah, feels so Anakin-y when you think about it in this perspective, right? Because he's trying to, he's he's almost like says it under his breath, like he can't help himself. But because the Emperor's like, ah, oh, we gotta go, we gotta stop him. He's like, he cannot be trained. He becomes trained, he becomes a powerful enemy, right? And then Vader's like, well, what if we turn him? Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden, all this, all this, like, talking about turning and, and having Luke join him, thoughts like, yeah, the Emperor knows about him, and they're okay to have. So it's a, it's an interesting little little word, little uh, little uh, interaction there. But I always really have liked that delivery. Of he's only a boy because I think that tips a lot of of these. I think it tips Vader's Vader's emotional connection to Luke there. I think it's real cool. Yeah, me too. Cool. So that's about that's enough. <laughs> that's yeah, enough. we will be we will be back next week to talk we're gonna, about. 
So Obi-Wan is going to premiere on Friday. So we'll be back yeah. like after that. So you can expect the show so 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 we're we'll instead of our wednesday um you know podcast and everything i'm, I'm we're gonna do friday you know 10 or are we are we good with that yep that okay yeah all right yeah friday friday at 10 so we're moving we're moving um carmen out bounty bs to friday <laughs> at least fridays for the next six weeks <laughs> for a while we're getting crazy, kids. We're, we're getting like, look, luckily for us, that's not. This is not going to cramp any social plans whatsoever. Right. Not going to be any problem at all. Anywhere Friday night. Right. Ever. Any any stuff like that going on. All right. And then, so you know, just to just to recap, since I think uh, Team Mitch is taking to doing this at the end, nerdcyclopedia.com is our website. Check it out. Our great content is there. You want to check out some of the stuff some of us have written. That's where you can catch all our links to all that good stuff there. Make sure you join our group on Facebook and subscribe now to this podcast and this feed. You know you have to. You're compelled to. We've told you to do it. Check out NCFS, our show about comic flicks. It's the nerd comic flick show, NCFS. We're plugging it right here for you. Check it out. We're going to be talking about the boys as that comes out. We talked about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, Had a fun time talking about that. And last but not least, look. Support your local library. I'm sick and tired. It's a library card. It's free. I'm it's sick and tired free. of people being dumb. The library's full of stuff you can learn, and it's, it's free. So, much, so many books in a library. Oh my god, it's like you know heaven, heaven on earth in the library. Just so much, and on your tablet, on your phone as well. And, yeah. and the stories come to life when you open the they page. The words yeah. jump off the, you know, and, and then you're not dumb anymore. You can use your brain <laughs> screen. Oh, well. So support your public library, everybody. You know, uh, I, I think that's an important thing to say. Public libraries are good. Reading is fundamental. Uh, and obviously, we enjoy it. Um, and that's all I have. Gentlemen, any any last uh, last thoughts before we, we send this to the uh, that room, that secret room with the wills? <laughs> Looking for the next batch of issues, but can't wait to see this Obi-Wan show coming up. So, yeah, can't wait. Yeah, super excited myself. I'm looking at all the, the great content we have coming out, and we're going to share it with you, and we're going to talk about it. And You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Or else we're going to give you the business. That's what we yeah. say here. Yep, we're going to send uh, we're gonna send Little Vader to your house. <laughs> Tiny Vader. Little Vader. Baby Vader. Oh Baby God. Vader. And that's why we end the show the way we end it, right? What do we say? Baby Vader coming to your house, murdering. This is this is the way. way. Oh my god. Anyway, and we're pretty sure Team Mitch will be back next week. Sorry. <laughs>